Welcome to the Arrow at Heart podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. So we are back. Last time we talked about how to get story ideas and keeping track of everything and basically just using everything as inspiration. So this week, we're talking about how do you know if your story has merit before continuing or something called writing to market. So writing to market is when you study to see what's popular right now and what readers are buying. So it takes the focus off of you because, you know, as an author, you have an idea and you love it and you just want to write about it. You know, you don't really I mean, you care that people will like it, but it's more about you. Whereas writing to market is more about the reader and kind of finding where there's something popular that readers are buying and finding where you fit in so you can kind of combine what you love to write with what people are willing to buy, and that's writing to market. So I have conflicting feelings about this. (laughs) Like on the one hand, it makes total sense if you want to be successful to study and research to see what actually sells and what people are buying and how you can kind of get the most bang for your buck as far as the time you spend writing these stories and editing and then the money you spend publishing with like a book cover, professional editing, you know, whatever you're going to spend your money on. Granted, you could do all of this for free if you do it all yourself, but that's not guaranteed that it's going to be great. So you don't want to waste your time by writing, let's see, what is a crazy idea? I mean, there's some crazy stuff out there that's popular, so I don't know if I can come up with something, but you don't want to waste your time writing about a rabbit who builds a spaceship and goes to Mars and decides to build a carrot colony or (laughs) I don't even know, (laughs) but I don't know that there's a market out there for bunny astronauts living on Mars. You know what I'm saying? So, but you might love that idea, but no one else will. So I understand why writing to market is smart. However, did I really do any of that before I started writing my stories? Not really, unless we count how many. So my novella, Chasing Dr. Forrester, She's on pre-order right now and releases April 20th, just so everyone knows. (laughs) Uh, But it's a historical romance. And the only research you could say I did was reading other historical romances. So I kind of was, I was already familiar with the genre. I've been reading it for like years. So I already knew what was expected. And I knew people liked reading the stuff because I liked reading it. Did I dig deeper to see, oh, are Victorian doctors really popular? Because he's a doctor, the main guy in the book. No, I didn't do that. Did I research, ooh, are widows a popular trope in historical romance? Nope, I didn't do that either. Uh, I have since seen in various Facebook groups I'm in that apparently some people do not like widows in their books. Totally understandable. Will I say that that would have influenced me if I had seen that previously, like before writing? I don't think so, but I can't say for sure. I will say when it comes to seeing things that people don't like, because so I joined like Bookstagram, basically the book world on Instagram, for those of you who don't know. 
When I joined it about a year ago, when I started my whole writing journey, like officially, I had no idea that there were things that I have always taken as the usual in books and I've liked them just fine, but there are a lot of people that hate them, like prologues and epilogues, for example. Apparently, there are people who skip reading prologues and epilogues because they don't think it has any bearing on the book and if it did, it would just be in the book. And my thinking is, it is in the book. It's just labeled prologue and epilogue. I don't understand, one, how you skip part of the story, and two, how you hate them so much, because apparently a lot of people hate them. But that's just like one example of something that people hate, but you might like writing them. I mean, my novella has an epilogue because I like reading them, and I don't care that people, other people don't. I mean, I guess if they want to, they can skip it. So all that to say, writing to market, great, smart, but doing what you want within reason, I think, is also good, smart, because there's literally something out there for everyone. Like you would be amazed at the kind of books people read. Like there are orc romances out there, orcs, like from Lord of the Rings. And people are gobbling these things up. Like there is some weird stuff out there that you would think nobody in their right mind would read, but there are all kinds of subgenres within the larger genres. I mainly talk about romance and I only write romance, so that's what I talk about. But I'm sure the same thing kind of follows in mystery, thrillers, sci-fi, fantasy, that kind of thing. There is literally something for everyone. And this also goes into if you've been feeling kind of like it's all been done before, you know, what could you add that's different? Because the book publishing sphere is very saturated, especially the romance genre. There is like so many authors and so many books, which is great, but it could feel like there's nothing you can do to stand out, like there's nothing new, but nobody has said anything like you. You're your unique person, right? And I know for me, I might have mentioned this before, but for me, I could hear the same thing from multiple different people. Sometimes I seek out the same, hearing the same thing from the same person because they'll just say it a different way until it finally clicks. And that could be your book for somebody. You know, somebody reads a ton of historical romance and they read a lot about Dukes, like so many Dukes, right? Everybody loves a Duke. But they haven't read your Duke, who could have this special unique thing about him because of the way you write it. They haven't read your kind of a dialogue before. It could be really funny or it could be really intense. So if I were to advise you, I would just say, do what you want within reason, <laughs> within reason, and try not to get bogged down by worrying about what other people are doing, not being good enough or having a unique enough idea to get found because in the end, it really doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I still struggle with comparing myself with people. So I, I'm going to put that out there. I don't have this like 100% down pat yet. So that is my encouragement for you today. Like not to worry about what other people are doing. You are unique enough. Your story will be in unique just because it's you who is telling it. And writing to market, you can try it if you want, but don't stress yourself out if you're not finding like the specific niche that fits your story idea. Because 
I mean, I don't want to say you could pioneer a whole new niche. I mean, you could, but just because it's not there yet doesn't mean there isn't somebody out there building it that you can join, that there's readers who will find you. Just don't stress about it too much because when you do, it can just stop you from writing like period. You won't even move forward when you want to write. So write to market if you want to. If you don't, don't let it stress you out and don't compare yourself to others no matter how hard it is. I know how hard it is. So next time we are going to talk about actually planning your book and kind of what I've used and maybe it'll maybe it'll help you because that's the goal of this podcast, right? <laughs> uh, also, another shameless plug, which is going to be the official shameless plug. I finally got my book cover art back and so I was able to add the typography because I did that myself and literally I have been waiting for this book cover. (laughs) I've been waiting for so long. If I have learned anything, it's to get the book cover done way, way in advance. Like that should be a whole podcast episode. Get your cover in advance because without it, I was literally stuck. I could not move forward. I had everything done but that. But I finally got it done. Finally got it back. I have everything uploaded. So Charming Dr. Forrester, the prequel novella to my Garden Girls series, Historical Romance. The pre-order is live now on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, basically wherever you get your books. And the release date is April 20th, 2021. Also, if you are interested, I do have some ARCs available. So if that's your thing, you can find it on Booksprout. Okay, I think that's all the promotional stuff right now. So yeah, I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you learned a lot in this episode. If you want to stay up with the newest episodes, please subscribe to the Arrowed Heart podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever really you listen to podcasts. And for more information, you can always find me on Instagram, Facebook at the Arrowed Heart or my pen name at author Gemma Frost. Talk to you later.